Hello and welcome to the Pondering Polymath podcast. My name is Zita Porter and today we're going to be talking about study abroad. A polymath is a person of wide-ranging knowledge or learning. I'm excited to hear about the experiences my guest Josh Kuhn has to talk about today. I'm also hoping this audio quality is a little bit better just because I recently got a new mic so I'm super excited about that. Today Josh and I talked about his study abroad experiences in both Germany and Sweden. I think it's really great to be able to compare these two experiences just so you can get an idea of the different types of study abroad. As I mentioned in the last episode, I was planning to study abroad in Santiago, Chile during my college career. And as a tour guide for the University of South Carolina, I knew extensive information about the study abroad office. One of the short-term options for a study abroad was called a Maymester, where you study abroad in another country for a few weeks after finals and you go with your professor and your entire class and have a cool experience and get some college credits out of it. We also had so many other options for study abroad, such as summer terms, spring break, and January terms. One of the experiences Josh is going to talk about today was with the International Business Program at the University of South Carolina, and that's where you are required to study abroad for at least a semester during your junior year. There are so many different avenues to study abroad, no matter what school you're going to, just either with your university or through outside companies, and there are plenty of scholarship options as well. Since Josh was able to go through this process twice, I think he has some good perspectives on the different routes that you can take and the different options you can have when studying abroad. And Josh is one of my good friends that I met my sophomore year of college, and I'm so excited that he's on the podcast today. But we'll get into the interview now, and I hope you guys enjoy. So Josh, can you tell me a little bit about your background and what you were up to before you studied abroad? Yeah, I grew up in Asheville, North Carolina, went to University of South Carolina, similar to last episode with Nate. I studied international business, supply chain management with a minor in German. So I ended up studying abroad twice, actually first in Germany, second time in Sweden. And yeah, now I graduated 2021. I live in Phoenix, Arizona now and doing well. Very fun. I'm sure a bit different climate than Germany or Sweden. Definitely. It is uh, 80 degrees right now. It's like 30 here, so <laughs> not very fun. But do you know what made you interested in study abroad specifically? Um, yeah, I think I've always been interested in traveling and being abroad. When I was growing up, we did a decent amount of traveling, a little Rick Steves tour of Europe, stuff like that around the U.S. Did a lot of road trips with my dad. And just like love getting to new places, like don't mind how I get there. But study abroad was the perfect way to do it because it's like such a good opportunity, I think, to be able to live abroad for six months. They kind of helped you along with the process and take care of everything. And I just really enjoyed that and knew I wanted to do that going into school. Yeah. And I think just having it planned out is so much better than moving to a country by yourself and just trying to figure everything out. So Exactly. I was thinking about that today because... Looking at my future, I would like to work abroad at some point, something like that. It's much more of a process than just study abroad, but they kind of got to sort it sorted out for you. Yeah. And can you talk a little bit about your process for like, the application to study abroad, preparing before you went? Good question. I'm not the best at preparing. So um, relied a lot on the team at University of South Carolina for the first time, you know, going with my advisor on classes and stuff, what I can get credit for, doing some advanced German classes and stuff while I was there. First time, second time, same as Nate said in the previous episode, put your top 10. I wasn't too worried about that. I kind of knew I wanted to go to Sweden at that point. 
and I put it number one and they were saying like they'd never seen anyone put that number one and I think I ended up being the only person that went there at all so nothing highly competitive on that end of things I know places like Germany and China and stuff can be really competitive so I wasn't too worried visa process again they kind of the school helps you through it the team at University of South Carolina helps you through it and wasn't too much you know stress on that point as far as housing, when I was in Germany, I lived with a host family. So kind of just arrived and they picked me up, took me home. Dinner was ready. So that was super simple. Second time, I just was basically same as the top 10 options. I put my top housing options and they kind of assigned it. So I literally, you would get there and they're like, this is where you're living. Congrats. I applied for the studio. I got it. <laughs> so I really enjoyed that. My apartment in Sweden, I really loved it. And yeah, anything else? I mean... I just kind of went there and you got to figure it out when you get there. So like phone situation, all of that stuff, even transportation. I know I arrived a few days before the actual program started, before I came into housing, I was like, I'll just find a hostel, something like that to sleep in. It was a little yeah. rough, <laughs> <laughs> loud snores right next to me, but it all worked out. Yeah. And then can you talk to me a little bit about the difference in your living situation or which one you preferred in terms of the host family or the apartment? Um, yeah, it's a, that's a good question. So my host family in Germany, I look back on it now and it was really great, but she was a little strict. It was just a single woman, a little bit older. And, you know, she wanted me home for dinner every night. She wanted me there in the mornings to have like a long breakfast and was just kind of that it was great looking back, but it was kind of difficult as it was an hour train right away from the school. So like someone asked you to go out that night, once I get home, I'm done for the night. Right. If anyone who knows me knows that. I do feel like I missed out on a little bit of opportunity there, but having the great meals and stuff was really awesome. I know some people who had host families, their host parents would just be like, find what's in the kitchen and make it yourself. Like we don't care. So I really, really did enjoy that looking back. In the moment, it was a little bit taxing, but I appreciate it. I do think I'm more someone who's very independent and kind of likes to live by myself in a way. Maybe not. Now that I'm in Phoenix, I kind of miss my family. But I think I definitely preferred the apartment in Sweden because I had people close by, friends close by, and you can just kind of sneak out of your room and go, you know, see them. And that's not really something I could do in Germany because I was so far away from everything. Pros and cons of each. Yeah. Um, I wasn't even good enough in German at that point when I was in Germany. So she just spoke English with me. It would be great for language immersion if that is something you're trying to do and great for learning more about the culture as well. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you had some great meals. Um, she was, she went out every Saturday and got like fresh baked buns before wow. I woke up. That's awesome. And would have them. So that was incredible. Yeah. And then did you have any goals um, before you went into the Germany experience or the Sweden experience of like what you wanted out of your study abroad? Yeah, I like that question. Definitely was looking to kind of just go and experience things is basically the biggest goal. I know that's kind of a simple answer, but just being on my own and getting fully out of like my comfort zone, meeting all new people, like starting completely fresh, just for even six months of your time. It's such a, it's scary. It's tough. Like one night you're upset, the next night you're having the time of your life. Just, yeah, experiencing life to the fullest, I guess. Putting myself out of my comfort zone because I'm someone who can get kind of stuck in that same day, every day uh, life. So it was so cool to have that experience to just like, this is going to be completely different. Yeah, definitely. And I think living in 
another country, like you might start getting used to the routine of your everyday things. So it might be a little bit more difficult to push yourself out of that comfort zone to like, okay, today I'm going to try something new. Today I'm going to venture out. Definitely. I will not lie in Sweden. I did have my favorite little grocery store right next door. I'm someone who loves to go to the grocery store like every day. <laughs> so every day, like 7 p.m. probably I'd go in there, just browse. I knew the checkout people. I knew everyone. I can totally see that. <laughs> and same, I had my little coffee shop, but it's just still so different than like what it was like in South Carolina or where I was growing up in Asheville, North Carolina, that it's still very, very, very refreshing. Definitely. I know you're in Sweden during COVID, so that was probably really insane in terms of the world situation happening around you. Was there anything that you didn't get to do because of COVID? Yeah, there is a few like smaller trips I was looking to take. I have some friends in Norway and Denmark. I was literally planning the trip to go visit my friend in Norway. A few days before they closed the border, I was like, I might as well just come. Like, it's going to be fine. Thinking that, obviously, in the moment. Now it sounds dumb. <laughs> but yeah, so I was looking forward to doing those trips and like had already planned out pretty much both of them fully. Didn't get to do those, but there's also a lot that I got to do because of COVID, which sounds terrible, but having classes remote, I had this great opportunity. My friend from Germany, she had brought her van up, like a van you can live in. And with having classes remote, we were able to have a lot of fun little trips, like not in public or anything, like we're camping and doing all that. And so there were pros and cons of COVID for me as well, uh, which is, I guess, terrible to say, but it was definitely very stressful in that time, wondering like if I was going to be forced to go home, because I mean, everyone else that I knew really, if you're in Italy, like you got to go home. In the small town that I was in, it was kind of, okay, maybe you can stay. And I, and I think you make the most of it as well. It's not like you knew the outcome of the situation. So really just taking any opportunity that you had with your goal being to experience the country. I think that's a really great way to do it, especially in the more safe way with Definitely. world events that were happening. Yeah. I was like really happy to have that experience because I know that if, like I had a completely different set of friends in Sweden before COVID. They, everyone that I had known had went home. So I basically started fresh, not even sure how I found them at this point because we were remoting classes, everything like that. But yeah, so that's how I met all these people that were, they were traveling in their van and I got to kind of join that experience and really get to know Sweden, which is, again, I know Nate said this as well, but that's something I wanted to do is really not try to do weekend trips every weekend and experience the country for what it is. Yeah. I've always wanted to go to Sweden. I think we've talked about this before. <laughs> yeah, your mom is Swedish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my mom is Swedish, but um, she still hasn't taken me yet, which I'm kind of <laughs> but <laughs> um, I know. So you'll have to give me some recommendations for when I do end up going. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> I have a ton of small towns that have nothing in them that you can go stay in. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Yeah. And then what was the biggest culture shock, I guess, either in, in Germany or Sweden or both? Yeah, it's a good question. I think going into both of these experiences, I mean, honestly, there wasn't really a culture shock for me. I kind of knew what I was getting into. I had been to Germany before and Sweden, I mean, very developed, very similar to the U.S. in a lot of ways, a lot more environmentally friendly and stuff like that. So I loved that. But I really don't think there was any, any crazy culture shocks for me personally. 
I know it's different, obviously, if you're going to South America, Asia, they're a lot different, but I kind of knew what I was getting into at the point. So yeah, I really don't think too much. I feel like the only thing I've heard about Germany and people having culture shocks is the, I guess, general attitude people have. I think it was one of my international business classes and they were talking about how they had a Walmart open in Germany and they had all the greeters like smile at everyone and like say welcome to Walmart and the German people were so put off by it that no one went there because they were so unaccustomed to like that sort of friendliness <laughs> so I think yeah, that's a very American that thing. is that's really true going into like uh, Sweden I had heard like you know Swedish people Scandinavia cold kind of not going to say hey to you in any place I mean somehow I had a completely different experience like I guess because I went to the store every day they finally were like we have to him <laughs> I, I, I didn't speak good Swedish so they clearly knew immediately so like I was getting super friendly with them uh out when you're hiking and stuff also people are super friendly there and in some ways I mean I like kind of keeping to myself when I'm doing things so it ended up being something that I enjoyed but also even at my coffee shop like I guess they kind of they knew me mostly because yeah. like I'm they know like as soon as I try to speak Swedish like this guy's not here so I had the opposite experience in all places in Germany and Sweden honestly I don't know what I was doing because honestly like I'm much more quiet in South Carolina than I was when I was in Sweden so it was cool I guess because I'm so out of my comfort zone it was just like whatever just do it yeah I love that for you okay so do you have any favorite memories from your study abroad experience? Definitely. I already mentioned the grocery store. That's on there. So cute, right by my house. And then from Sweden, it has to be the, you know, driving around in the van and camping. It was just, we'd kind of leave the house one day and have a little app, park for a night, uh, figure out where we can stay, bringing along other people. So it was me and Lena, who's like, was basically one of my best friends when I was in Sweden and kind of bringing other people along and I would sleep in a little tent outside the van and two people would sleep inside the van. And yeah, we found a lot of cool spots. I mean, there was one spot where the guy comes every day, he brings wood, he has all the supplies there for you to kind of like live a little camping dream. And there's a little journal, you write your memories and being able to find those, those teeny little spots like in small, teeny little cities uh, in Sweden was like, Something super cool because I'm I love small towns. I think moving forward, I would like to live in a small town. So I did really enjoy that. For Germany, I would say definitely the commuting by train uh, was super convenient for like going out and just being able to have fun. I was in Berlin, and I mean it's an hour long commute, so that was kind of annoying. But just being able to go with my friends and like not have to stress about anything logistics. It's like the train's taking you home. It goes right to my house. Yeah, that's awesome. And then. Do you have any advice for someone traveling to Europe in general or to Germany or Sweden? Do you mean just studying abroad or? Anything off the top of your head. Advice for um, traveling abroad or just, or studying abroad is really just go with the flow. I think Nate said something similar. So my advice would be just go with the flow. I remember so many times I've been traveling. It's like, we have a plan. We have to get here. We have to do this. We have to see this museum. And then we walked past this restaurant. It was like, that looks good. Maybe we should just relax. And they were like, no, we can't. We have to continue to the museum. And right. I was like, guys, no, we don't. Let's just go back and like eat at this restaurant. And we did. And that ends up being the best times because 
I know I get super tired when I'm, you know, trying to do way too many things. So just like taking your time and really experiencing life, especially if you're traveling, like doing a weekend trip while you're studying abroad or just, you know, doing a trip in general, getting to experience that everyday life, I think makes it, it's a lot different than just hitting every major point as quickly as possible. Yeah. And I feel like that also puts so much pressure on yourself. If you're moving to this new country, you are trying to get all your classes in, trying to fit in all these trips on the weekends yeah. and you're not you're not going to fully experience and fully live in that moment if you're always looking towards towards the next thing exactly and I think that's what kind of COVID allowed me the opportunity to do it's like okay these trips aren't going to happen let's just see what happens this weekend here in Yanshoping small little town I had plans to go to Stockholm that it never even happened because I mean there was very little COVID in the city that I lived in but we didn't want to risk going to Stockholm. So ended up just experiencing this town and a ton of natural open space in Sweden. It was really cool to see because I don't think many people are going to get the opportunity to go to these teeny little places all in Sweden. <laughs> and I wouldn't yeah. have if this hadn't happened the way it did. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to interview with me today, Josh. Thank you. And yeah, I was listening to the last one. I apologize. You did not get to go to Chile. Oh, yeah. But again, you will get there. I do believe that. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm sure I'll be traveling a lot uh, in the next, hopefully, two years of my life. We'll see. Exactly. Oh, grad school. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Thanks, Josh. Sweet. Thank you. I'm so glad Josh was able to share those stories with us. I think he had really interesting experiences in both of the countries, and I'm sure he'll get back to Sweden at some point. I also had a link in the show notes that describes why Walmart failed in Germany, if you guys are interested in that. I really appreciate you guys listening, and hope to see you in the next episode.